What's hip hop and happening, folks? Welcome to episode 16 of the First in 10 podcast. As always, I am Mike Clement, starting off the even episodes, if you haven't noticed by now. And alongside me, theoretically right now, is my co-host, my wingman, my, my, uh, I, I don't know what else to say. Not um, your Jason Witten. Not my Jason Witten. Not your average Witten. Mm. Cage DePaula. And Cage, how are you doing on this lovely Sunday? Oh, I am doing great, Michael. Um, it's a nice Sunday evening getting ready for apparently what's going to be either one inch of snow or a foot of snow where I live right now. Because, you know, Rhode Island meteorologists can never just pinpoint it exactly. You see, I mean, it, it, to, to our viewers right now, if you if you haven't noticed, this episode is coming out on a Sunday rather than our usually scheduled Fridays that we're going to be starting on. Well, it was um, usually scheduled Wednesdays. It was usually scheduled Wednesdays. Now we're going to be moving them to Fridays. Yes. And here we are on Sunday recording. <laughs> but, because I mean, Michael and I realized only about what, Michael, eight weeks and six weeks into the semester. Yeah, about six weeks into the semester that... Uh, recording on Wednesdays is not ideal with both of our class schedules and that neither of us have classes Fridays. Yeah. So we I don't know why it that. took us this long to notice that. I, but, I don't either. I but mean, then I, Friday came along and then I ended up having to work and we didn't have time. So then we were like, you know what? Let's just do it Sunday. Yes. So but it's a I, special edition Sunday. It's a of Sunday the first edition. In 10. However, some consolation, it is snowing like it always does when we record for some reason. Mm-hmm. And also, for our next two episodes, I'm going to be home to record it live with you, Cage. What? Yeah, my spring break is uh, next week. Oh my god, I had completely forgot about that. I thought you were just breaking this news to me, like, in person, raw reaction right now, because I completely forgot that. I was going to mention it before that we started recording, That just made me so excited. We just had the donut draft outside. Oh yeah, true, true. Yeah, Which so... Carrying, carrying that conversation actually before. Um, yeah, so we so when we're over. getting ready to record, Michael goes out to do whatever his shenanigans are. And I all I overhear is, are we doing a donut draft right now? And I, I need to know, Michael, what is a donut draft? Well, a donut draft, you see, is quite literally a draft for donuts. My, um, my ra i was trying to think of like the full name of that the full the full the terminology full, the full title yeah but um, room advisor so Michael. yes that... my yes whatever whatever <laughs> that is so he got me donuts or he got my room donuts why um, wait why i don't know um we were supposed to meet with him and then we did and he was like yo like i can i can bring food if you want like just let me know what you can order i mean mm-hmm. i can just order it while we're meeting and of course I'm the one who responds to the email, and I responded yeah. to the email three days late. It also said, "If you could bring donuts, that'd be cool." <laughs> so <laughs> we had the we had the meeting, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Yeah, I can't order donuts." <laughs> so he was like, "I'll get it for you guys another time." And I just got back to school, but not yeah. an hour ago, and I ran into him just by chance. He was like, "I gotta give you guys these donuts," and then he did. So I don't he know just if bought a dozen donuts for you. Yeah. So um, one of my roommates had his four, and apparently there were eleven. There wasn't a, do- a dozen. So my other roommate and I had a donut draft where we just uh kind of went round by round of which donuts we're taking. Which donuts you wanted? Yeah, I took two glazed, so I think I won. 
Glaze, I see. All right, glaze is good. I think glaze and chocolate frosted will for always be. Oh, I do like a blueberry donut. Blueberry donuts are bomb. All right, I gotta end this right now. I can't. I can't be talking to someone who actually likes blueberry donuts. Dude, blueberry donuts are so good. What are you talking about? Yeah, well, we'll get we'll get into this later. And all right, before this... before before I say this, it seems like we always use this transition to get into our show. But I'm gonna say it. You know, this isn't a blue. This isn't a blueberry donut podcast, Gage. You know what this is? <laughs> this is a football podcast. I think We're the problem is we a lot just of football get so happened. sidetracked. There are a lot of football things. A lot of um, scary football things. A lot of scary, wonderful, and also confusing things happened in the NFL this past week or so. It's been more than a week, actually. It's in been our because jurisdiction. of. Yeah, because we are recording this on a Sunday, it's been a little more than a week. So there's been a lot more that has concurred in this league. It's, it's been about 13-ish days since we uh, last recorded. You know, Michael, it's it's actually been a very busy offseason so far. It actually, well, I mean, it usually is like this for the first couple of weeks. And then once, like, after the draft happens, it's just dead yeah. for, like, the next, like, months. So, like, that's going to be interesting how we're going to plan that out but that's that's for another thing um <laughs> that's for future cajun michael so yeah so in with. this episode um just we're, we're just going to be catching up with all of the news or the big things that happened in the past week plus and then we're going to have another episode this upcoming friday our reg- starting our regular schedule we're gonna get into some draft stuff and we're gonna go team oh, by team so we're gonna excited. start with the arizona cardinals with our favorite head coach, Hingle McCringleberry. Chris Hingle McCringleberry. Crisp Please. Kringle. Crisp Kringle. Not Chris, favorite. Crisp. Yeah, we'll, that, we'll be having that take over the front office roundtable for the time being, just as almost like a draft um, hype up. I think that'll be fun to do, yes. especially once we get to some uh, more entertaining teams like the Raiders and whatnot. Yes. But we should probably start talking about the news, and I'd love to be the one to start and talk before about how... Before we do uh, so, to cut you okay. off strategically right. here, I would like to ask you, before you say anything, to tell people where they can find us, Cage. Well, you know, Michael, I was really hoping you were going to say, I was going to ask you to tell people where you saw your news, in which I would say, I saw it on Twitter and Facebook, using our accounts, first and 10 pod that's first and number 10 pod and then first and symbol 10 on facebook we're also on apple spotify stitcher and everything else if you're interested definitely check us out there and don't forget to tell your family friends dogs cats and even pet beta fishes beta fish beta fish like the little fishes the one that like well, no no i know like what they fish. are but like did you well yeah you wouldn't did, want to did tell you your say pet dogs in that list like, yeah i did say dogs i thought you said cats and beta fish like it just kind of like flew over my head anyway you want to hop right into things Gage? oh i would love to hop right into things right, and go back to what you were saying before i cut you off before you rudely cut me off to you know so selfishly plug our podcast i was going to say that uh the nfl week about like 13 days ago, started off pretty uh pretty guns ablazins when we found out that the owner of the Super Bowl 52-53 Patriots, uh, Rob Kraft, was arrested for uh, soliciting sex prostitution. Big yikes! 
Big yikes. And uh, since then, as we're recording this now on Sunday night, I feel like a little bit more news has come up about it. Yeah, when it first came out, it was like a huge, huge, huge thing. And it still is. It's kind of like dying down a little bit. But mm-hmm. like, I remember that Friday when it broke be like we're just freaking out about it like it just it feels so surreal we were like like, laughing freaking out because like we just didn't know how to react it was so like because this could either be a like it's a big deal but this could be a very big deal if it is worse than what it is like worst case scenario so it's really gonna be interesting to see what happens waiting to like find out to what extent his involvement was in this whole Mm -hmm. situation if he had like stakes in the he he sex invested stocks yeah into... no if he if he had like some ties to the sex traffic ring itself that was being busted in this um lock that man up yeah i, I don't care if it's robert Kraft. that that man needs to go to jail but if he was i mean just a client i guess i mean <laughs> just just part of their clientele you know yeah if he was just a client i mean like come on like it's it's super embarrassing for the craft family but like i i think like and for yeah it's not for, as like, the... big as like if he were to like actually have a tie with the with the business oh itself. no yeah not at all it, it is funny a funny note is that it was on the day of the afc championship game it was the night and morning of yeah, it was the night before the morning of. Morning of, so it, he 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 double dipped just to get ready for the big game. Dude, all I'm saying is I was stressed for that Kansas City game. I could only imagine, like, as an owner of a team, how that how would be. stressed he must be. True, I, mean, I, I guess and he needed I guess, a like, good way a, to de-stress. I guess as an owner, like you, you have to be like super stressed to the point where you would go get like one of those uh, services. I guess. <laughs> would you I now? Know. Question. It's really question. awkward, like tiptoeing around this on the show <laughs> yeah very because there's only so much we're going to disclose but I, I i guess a good way to uh go around that michael is saying you know being an owner is stressful especially being an owner in the afc championship game but do you imagine an owner would be stressed if they had to go around looking to see what stadium their team was going to be playing in this upcoming season that's also a yikes that is also a yikes. And that's exactly what Mark Davis is doing right now. Our, uh, our favorite team of the first and ten podcast, the, Oakland the Raiders. Raiders. Whoa, 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 Michael, don't spoil it. They were just the Raiders the last few weeks. They didn't have a home. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, are staying in Oakland. They have somehow found a way to make a deal to stay in Oakland. Yeah, which it, it, <laughs> I think this is like actually the funniest thing ever. Just because, like, they were so, like, eager to leave Oakland to the point where Oakland was like, hey, like, we kind of hate you now. And, like, the Raiders were like, we don't care, we're out, like, F off. And now, like, the Raiders are just crawling back and are just going to expect, like, Raiders fans to come back. To, like, want... Yeah, that's another thing, too, is, like, really, like, if I were a Raiders fan in Oakland, I don't know if I'd want to be going to those games after, what like, what they did to you. Yeah, it's like pulling off the band-aid and then just putting it back on. Yeah. And it just it, like it, 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 at that point the adhesive is just kind of like I feel so bad for any up. Raiders, anyone who works in the Raiders front off like PR. Dude, their their PR is probably Dude, always running around. A funny thing about that actually because in my sports PR class, 
our big case study of like this whole semester is the Oakland Raiders. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, we're like my final project is based on drafting out like a PR plan for the Raiders when they move to Vegas, which is crazy. Because it's just like, that bad. <laughs> yeah, it's just like there it's there's so many like avenues you can just travel down there. You can just there's the possibilities are endless. It, it at least if they go to Vegas, well, they are going to Vegas. Uh, the owner, Mark Davis, right? It's not yeah. Al Davis. Al Davis is the one who's deceased, correct? Al Davis is Mark Davis's father. Yeah. So uh, that's why that's why I thought. Yeah, Mark Davis. At least when he gets to Vegas, that um, the acts of which Kraft joined in are legal there. So at least he can be stressed and not have to worry about going to jail. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess so. I mean, listen, I'm just trying to find the silver lining in this all, Michael. <laughs> it's been a very... Uh, happy thoughts, happy thoughts. It's, it's been a very yikes week in the uh, NFL. I yeah. guess... Uh, well, you know what's the opposite of a yikes? What's is, the opposite of a yikes? It's a breath yikes? of fresh air, actually, for for um, our sports broadcasting division of the NFL here. Um, <laughs> Jason Witten... More, I mean, Jason Witten is coming out of retirement to rejoin the Cowboys, but more importantly... This means he's leaving ESPN's Monday Night Football crew. Stop! Stop the applauseing. Listen, stop we, the we got to we got to be a little civil around Mr. Witten. Got to be a little civil here. <laughs> I still, Michael, every once in a while, will watch the video of him breaking the Pro Bowl trophy. I love that. <laughs> it is such a Jamal fun, Adams like in that video. He's just like, dude, what the hell? <laughs> it is so funny. Like it's been months, and I still get a chuckle watching that video. Yeah, Witten's um year. His test, 16. I should say, uh, did not go well. As we know, Monday Night Football was not a huge success. Did you hear Steve Smith Sr. throw the shade? Yeah, Steve Smith was like, I don't want to come back. Like, I'm doing well on TV. Yeah. That's, <laughs> and he is. It, and the thing is, it, it kind of is sad because it, it's very awkward. Like, it's obviously never going to ruin Witten's legacy. He'll still be a Hall of Famer. But, like, it's very apparent he's like he's not coming back to the Cowboys to win a championship. Because the thing is, the Cowboys are good, but they were not one Witten away from being Super Bowl contenders. I think They're not. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go um, on the opposite of that argument here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that Witten is definitely... Pro- I mean, not definitely, but I'd say, like... There's a good chance that Witten might be the piece the Cowboys need for just them to make it far in the playoffs. Because really they, they, so? they haven't had a good tight end. I mean, they did not have a good tight end this year because Witten retired the year before. But, I mean, if Witten is able to... If he's in similar shape that he was when he left, or maybe even, like, years before... If he's, but that's I mean, the thing is... If he's, how in good, much... if he's in good shape, I think the Cowboys' offense... It only helps them. It only makes. But do you things think he's in good better. shape, though? Do you really think he's in good shape? No, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I mean, I, I know you win. don't know, but I'm just saying. Like, look at examples of other players who've retired and come back again. Like Brett they, Favre did decent. He did okay. Are but Marshawn Lynch was not the Marshawn Lynch when he came back. It was very. It's very obvious. You know, well, yeah. he, he's but not I mean, as in shape. Jason Witten, I mean, still has the size. I, I mean, I'm not saying he's not going to be bad. I don't know. I just don't. I think there's a lot of factors out of it. And I do think a big reason he's doing this is because he didn't want to just have to drop out of the booth after. Because he wasn't going to be in the booth next season. I think, Even if he I, didn't, I think he was just using. 
I mean, he might be using, like, coming back to the league as a scapegoat to get out of that, but maybe he's just doing it because he wants to go back to the league. Well, all right. I mean, I think that's that's definitely the reason, just because he wants to go back. But I think it's just an added bonus that he's leaving the Monday Night Crew. I don't know. I I think the sign is going to be how many more years does he play? Probably, like, one or two. If he plays two, then I think, then I really do think maybe he wanted to play. But if he just plays this year and then retires again, I think it 100% was a scapegoat to get out. Yeah, I mean, because you don't unretire to help your team win the championship and only unretire for one year and then just be like, oh, sorry, we didn't win. Well, I mean, the thing is, if the Cowboys were to win the Super Bowl this upcoming season, I think that would be a good point for Wayne to retire. Because oh, like, yeah, if I they do it. win. Like, yeah, yeah, if they like, win 100%. Like, what else do I need to prove? No, no, I'm not saying that, Michael. Yeah, but I like, agree. But, yeah, like, I mean, with what you were saying, like, if they were just playing and they didn't win, mm-hmm. like, if Witten only played next year and then just hung it up again. Yeah. I mean, yeah, then that would definitely cause some doubts. You know who could hang it up, though? To get us off this Winton conversation. Michael Crabtree, he's a he's a free agent. He's aging. Michael Crabtree, the sorry receiver from San Francisco. Yes, well, formerly from San Francisco and now then formerly from, from the Raiders. And now formerly from Baltimore. Yes. The uh, Raiders have uh, have cut him. You know, he... M- I don't. It's not looking like he's going to come back even with a pay cut. He, he did not have a good year at all. He... he had he's, so he's many drops. He was like top percentage of the league in drops this season. It was not good. He, I think he finished out the season pretty well, though. Didn't he? He, he eh. got a couple touchdowns in the past couple. Like weeks. a few, but it, he still did not. I mean, for the money they gave him this offseason, it was not that good of a, like, you know what I mean? That's very they, true. It yeah. was the Raiders, not the Raiders, the Ravens made it apparent that they were done with that experiment. That's um, very true. As well, not only just him, Dwayne Allen got cut as well. Although yes. the Patriots are, I believe, willing to bring him back for a cheaper deal. Yes, I can confirm that. Michael, our Patriots insider, can't confirm that. He spoke with Belichick himself. Yeah, I I, I called up Belichick myself. Um, I don't know. Do you want Dwayne Allen back as a Patriots fan? For a pay cut, like a significant pay cut, yes. But do you think he'll take a significant pay cut? It depends. Because I think, like, right now he should weigh his options. Mm -hmm. If teams reach out to him and are showing significant interest, I just go to another team. Oh like, yeah, why would I'm I, sure. Why, like you've now, you now have one or two super. No, he has one super. Bowl one, ring. one. He's been because to he two. Came but he only a, has yeah, he one. Came, he came to the Patriots after Martellus Bennett. Yeah. So, speaking of which, Martellus Bennett is, I mean, apparently looking into coming back to. the Oh league. yeah, he like tweeted at Jason Wynn, right? Yeah, he works out with Jason Wynn. Yeah. So I, I, I mean, said, I don't know if Martellus that, Bennett. I don't. I think that might have been a little bit of. A, like joking i don't know i just feel like i, I can't know. imagine because martellus bennett's been retired for a few years now it's been two um, and i know he has his books his book agency so me I, I don't know i mean maybe i would love to see martellus bennett was i think one of both of our favorite players yeah i, love I marty. loved marty marty's awesome marty he's yeah like, Ma- just like I would on love- and off the field he, i mean i mean he was scrappy in his at first and do you remember I, and when he was in chicago the video of him just completely suplexing some rookie at training camp <laughs> at training camp at training camp like there it was years ago like had to be like five-ish years ago yeah, yeah it was some video of some rookie that like ran into him 
and like and started they like they were like bumping him. shoulders and then Martellus Bennett just took him by the neck and like like suplexed him into the ground. Jesus. It oh. was it, yeah, that was uh but that was before he uh Bill Belichick changed his his ways. Yeah. Well, anyway, go ba- going back to Dwayne Allen mm-hmm. and Michael Crabtree. Dwayne Allen should definitely weigh his options. I feel like he could definitely make some money somewhere else. I feel like Michael Crabtree will too, though. As Michael well, Michael Crabtree, I, 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 see I could see is, like a, I could see a team looking well, to pick him up after the draft, maybe. Or well, the thing is, if, I if feel it, like if wide receivers. In, yeah, if no, someone like on a wider, I mean, someone on a team gets injured. Yeah, they might call him up. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I just feel like there's always a need for wide receivers, and especially yeah. when during the offseason teams have 90 man rosters what i'm sure he's better than most other people that would be on 90 man rosters you know what i mean yeah it was just almost like you said almost for the right price i think Dwayne allen there's definitely some teams that would give him money for a starting job i think so at least i think so too so i i can't imagine him coming back to the pats because of that fact pittsburgh might call him up because jesse james is leaving is yeah, but they, but they have Vance McDonald. Yeah, they do. I was about to so, say that. I mean, you know, and also Pittsburgh's weird because as a, I guess we can use Pittsburgh to talk about the next part too. Like we know Le'Veon Bell is leaving and Antonio Brown, but now Pittsburgh it looks like they're just almost fire sailing or not fire sailing, but rebuilding. Like yeah, not I announcing mean, a rebuild. Not really rebuilding. It's more of just interchangeable parts. I, I mean, guess Antonio you're right. Brown and Le'Veon Bell are definitely huge cogs in the whole machine, but like. I, I get what you're saying. It's more of like a changing to... of the guard. Yeah. It's not now, it's not like they're rebuilding just it yet. Ca- yeah. It came out, I believe Adam Schefter was the one that reported it or broke the news that the Raiders, the Redskins, and the Titans are the front runners for Antonio Brown right now. So so the Niners are not in that list. No, the Niners. Apparently, from what I've heard, the Niners have not made any contact to try to get Antonio Brown. Hmm. Which I kind That's of That's interesting because well, he wants to go to San Francisco. He wants to, but you have to look at it and realize they gave Jimmy Garoppolo. They owe him so much money. I don't think the Niners can afford to have Garoppolo and Antonio Brown's contract on their team. They'll have that no could, money for anybody true. else. I mean, I'm trying to figure. I'm trying to think of who else they're paying a lot of money to. Because it's not—it's it, it, not like teams just can pay one guy a lot of money and then no one else. No, I know, but to pay two guys a lot of money and no one else—that's—that's that's a mean, little bit I different. So. I guess so. I mean, regardless, there must be something John Lynch is clearly thinking about or knowing. I personally would love to see Antonio Brown on the Raiders. I think I think that would be great for Derek Carr. I think it would actually help the Raiders out a lot. To have Antonio Brown. I don't know what you think, Michael. I, I I mean, I think it would have to be the Raiders or, or Titans, personally. I can't see him do... Like, I don't see the Redskins having many weapons around Antonio Brown for it to benefit that much. Yeah, I mean, isn't... um Aren't the Raiders looking to move Derek Carr, though? There are, like, kind of rumors out there about that. Are there? I, I honestly... This would be news to me. I honestly have never heard this or haven't heard this yet. There, there It's like murmurs it's just been going on same thing i I mean just on the on the rumor mill here just (laughs) moving on i mean there there are two other cases that would be actually three other cases of free agents or potential people being moved um 
I mean, Derek Carr might be one of them. There are like very small murmurs about that. There are even fewer murmurs about um, John Ross reportedly being on the trading block for the Bengals. There yeah, are that's... also Golden Tate has come out and also said, speaking of wide receivers, Golden Tate, free agent. Um, he said he's interested in playing in New England. That see, so both of those are very interesting to me. I'll quickly talk about the Golden Tate one because mm. I feel like that that's. That says a lot because it seems like clearly we could kind of tell him and the Eagles never really mesh. It seemed like the Eagles could never find out how to utilize Golden Tate. Yeah. Um, and it just seemed and Golden Tate never really complained, but you could tell it wasn't really a perfect fit. So um, that's going to be really interesting to see because I I'm sure the Patriots would love to have Golden Tate on in New England. It's just also more so is Golden Tate willing to take the Patriots paycheck because it's Patriots are known they do not overpay players. So Golden Tate could very clearly be on the Patriots. He just has to realize he's not going to get some mega deal. Well, the thing is, he hasn't. I mean, he's he has yet to receive like a huge deal. I don't think. I don't. I don't think he was paid too too much in uh, Detroit. And then no, it was like a decent. Yeah, it wasn't a huge. But like I'm saying that it's. I know that, but it's more so just like you know some players just expect it. Yeah, I think he might be a guy who's willing to take that pay cut just because he hasn't it's not like he's losing any like a significant amount of money and it, it might be like if he's just trying to win now and then make money later that's very true that's a good point too the john ross thing although to me that's definitely the way more interesting story because i feel like i the could see is, golden take on new england john sorry go ahead michael the th- well the thing about john ross is it's not like too too um accurate i mean it's from like a shaky source i figure like it's worth talking about just for speculation really but like it's it's just very few reports no 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 big names name reporters are confirming it but just yet at least but it's it's might be happening yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying. It's not like an Adam Schefter or an Ian Rappaport has come out officially and said anything, but it just seems like it's almost pointing in that direction. I mean, Ross has done nothing the past two seasons. He's been plagued with injuries, and even when he was healthy, you almost never saw him on the field. They talked about Tyler Boyd more than they did Ross. So it definitely seems like Ross needs um, a change of scenery. It's just going to be what are the bangles expecting to get out of it if that's true if they do try to send him somewhere else i think that i mean they obviously can't get a first rounder out of him like they used on him but the thing is could they even get like a second or third i he's done nothing maybe he has maybe no a on third, the field maybe a fourth I, I think realistically a fourth yeah. and that's not too too bad because yeah. he's not making too I, much i money think if they got a fourth out of job for john ross i think that would be great I it'd think be that'd pretty, be great It'd for be them. pretty solid. Maybe like a fourth and like a late pick in like the next draft. I don't know. So John Ross in his career in the Bengals has... Okay, so he didn't play at all his rookie year. I think he was injured. He, he had year. one catch his whole rookie year for 12 yards. I think he might have been injured his rookie year. I'm not too sure though. And then let's see. Oh, sorry, sorry. He had one rushing, one rushing attempt last in his rookie year for twelve yards. I'm reading this wrong. <laughs> That's definitely worthwhile. <laughs> yeah, and then this year he had 21 catches for 210 yards, and he had seven touchdowns. 
So he averaged 10 yards a catch, which isn't terrible. That's the, that honestly is not bad. Uh, uh, Seven touchdowns in a bad. season, you know, it, it it's is good. But also to only have 210 yards, you can't expect to sell that to get a lot. Like you said, Michael, I think a fourth round pick would definitely be, I think the Bengals would be very happy if they were to get that. That's not, that's not awful. No, it, it's not, it's not it's bad. Not, I mean, it's nothing like to write home about. So the seven touchdowns is the interesting to me. It's clearly, it seems like they used him just in the red zone. It looks like, cause to have seven touchdowns, but just barely past 200 yards think the about it is, there are some wide receivers u- if they were to use him to like just stretch the field or something like midfield situations like similar to how the Steelers use Antonio Brown I feel like John Ross could really fit into that well I mean fit into that role well okay imagine if the Bengals traded John Ross to the Steelers that would be interesting. Not for Antonio Brown, but like, say Antonio Brown ships somewhere, and then the Bengals send John. I don't think they would, because why the would Bengals. they send someone in division? But I yeah. feel like John Ross would be a very nice compliment to Juju. I could see that. So I think I, I think John Ross is going to be like a Keenan Allen type player. Yeah, I, like, I could see that. Definitely not like a Brashard Perriman. Yeah. Not like Brashard where Brashard Perriman just runs flies and you just throw it deep to him. Or like uh, Philip Dorsett almost. Or Kenny Britt. Or Kenny Britt. God, no, stop. We don't talk about Kenny Britt. But you know, Kenny Britt, I'm going to use this to connect to our uh, next subject here. Kenny oh, Britt please. was a, a Ram. You I know see where you're going Also was this. a Ram for a short time. What a time? stretch. What a stretch. You know who yes. was a Ram for a short time? Uh, I believe his name was Nick Foles. Super Bowl MVP Nick Foles, who is going to be a free agent it looks like it's official yeah they said uh howie roseman said they're not going to use the franchise tag or pick up his option uh, his option he'll be a free agent yes he'll be free the jaguars heavily expect because i guess both camps the nick Foles camp and the jaguars camp have met but they haven't met officially because that's tampering they michael they have not officially met but, they but they've have met quote unquote shown interest in each other <laughs> Which and basically the Jaguars means... are reportedly saying that they um they they're pretty confident that they'll land Nick Foles and I and I like that I think that's cool. See, I, I like it. I think the Jaguars still need a few more like offensive weapons, like wide receivers and tight ends for Nick Foles. It's just going to be really interesting because the thing is, do we really think he's going to succeed that well? I, my thought process is we've seen him on the Chiefs and on the Rams since his stint. His first in between his first stint and the second stint with the Eagles. I don't think Nick Foles is a bad player. I mean, he had two separate head coaches in both those stints with the Eagles. So it's not like you can say he was a system guy. But we've also seen when he's not in the right system, he does not play well. Yeah. Nick I mean, Foles on the Rams was bad. They benched him for what? Sean Mannion or or Case Keenum? Something. They benched him for someone. Either Sean Mannion or Case Keenum. It might have been Case Keenum. I think it was pro. But I think it was. Case. I'd like to. I'd like to compare Nick Foles to Case Keenum a little bit. I think Nick Foles is a journeyman type kind of guy, like Case Keenum. Mm-hmm. But I think he is actually good, unlike Case Keenum. Okay. So so I think I think Nick. I mean, now having a Super Bowl under his belt, I think I think he um. I think he could probably hang now if he were to get a starting role somewhere I guess it's a good point. I I really think the confidence of winning a Super Bowl definitely helps a lot. 
Yeah. I mean, you don't you don't win a Super Bowl off a fluke. You're not a bad quarterback and you win a Super Bowl. Mm. Unless if you're 2015 Peyton Manning. Uh, yeah, I guess I guess so. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Forehead. Mr. <laughs> Unless if you're Mr. Forehead yourself. <laughs> Unless you're Mr. Forehead. But yeah, I mean, regardless of the Jaguars, I really can't see many other teams. I think I would say the Jaguars or maybe the Washington could try to snatch him up, keep him in division. But I really think it's going to be all the way Jacksonville. Yeah, I think so too. I I, I, I like that. I, yeah, I think, and I think that would be a good match. I think Leonard Fournette would help him out a lot. And I think, also speaking of Jacksonville, I believe I actually read this morning or last night, they're looking to shop uh, Malik Jackson and Carlos Hyde. Which the Carlos is Hyde thing is a little interesting. Actually, See, I don't, actually, I don't actually, think actually, Carlos gonna, Hyde is that bad because turn... they have Fournette and TJ Yeldon. Yeah, actually, I'm, 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 I meant to say that the other way. I meant Malik Jackson. Yeah. Is a little interesting that they're putting him up there. I mean, I guess because he might be, he might be trying to get a lot of money. Is he on the last year of his deal or something? That might. I, be... I think so. Well, I think also I think their reason behind it is think about it. They shopped Dante Fowler. I think they're paying a lot of money for their front seven between Kalias Campbell's contract, um, like and uh, a few other Miles Jack, Paul Pozlozny. Um yeah. There's someone else I'm forgetting on their D line. I, I just think um, this is more I'm so them clearing right cap space because, and I think because of Nick Foles, they're Yannick gonna give Ngakwe. Nick Foles. That's him. Y- that's, that's him. That's him. That's him. Yannick I just remembered Yannick Ngakwe. I should have remembered that. He's on my Madden team. Yeah. Yeah. God, just I'm come a, to I'm show a, how much you you care about your team, Cage. About my Madden team. I'm so sorry, Ben Shapiro's Falcons. Uh, apologize. <laughs> But anyways, I think now that I'm saying this, it makes sense that they're doing this because they got to clear cap space. They're going to give Nick Foles a monster contract. Yeah. I, I would argue Nick Foles is going to be a very wealthy man after this. I think he's going to make probably... I don't think he'll break top three for highest tier, paid quarterbacks. In the tier of like in like money tier here, I think he's going to make probably like Russell Wilson money maybe. I could see that. Yeah, like, I could see him like around a, the Russell a slightly Wilson Slightly above average, maybe. Yeah, definitely. Know. But you know, I agree. You, you, you know which league does not need to care about contracts just yet, Cage? What league does not need the to care Alliance about contracts? The Alliance of American Football. They can't, and they are four weeks in, and they're actually getting they're they're getting positive reviews. I mean, I know me and you have enjoyed talking about them, but I've actually it, read that they're they're thinking of adding a few more teams next season. They should probably. More closer to us. I definitely do. That's what I was saying closest, too. They, like the closest team to us, I think, in the Northeast. Is it's probably, Memphis, right? Yeah, Memphis. Which is crazy because that's really not that close to us. It's really not. Maybe that. But anyways, some, some teams nearby. The Alliance of American Football is going strong, Michael. They are. Uh, our as we record this Sunday night, our Arizona and uh, Atlanta team will be squaring off. Yes, my hot shots are going to beat Cage's legends tonight. My legends um, will be getting their first one of the season tonight. <laughs> but aside from that, uh, some other big things: Orlando is still the best team in the league, and will be for the and rest will of the be season, most yeah because they are undefeated it's like, still. It's, it's Orlando versus everyone else at this point. It, it honestly is. I would be shocked if any other team, especially live update right now, the Commanders are beating the Iron nine to three with ten minutes left as we record this. And uh, if the Iron fall, then Orlando's the only undefeated team left, and I feel like it would stay that way for a while. It definitely will. 
unless if say one of these teams signed uh maybe a man made of money a certain money manzel a certain are you money insinuating the, but the wouldn't same, he have to the same man who just got cut and pretty much banished from the Canadian football, the football league. league? Yeah, he basically got ex exiled out of Canada this yeah, past week. Yeah, that was like kind of why did why did that happen again? It just he wasn't good. If you like, he did not well, no, perform like the, well. The 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 oh, CFL commissioner told he, teams not to pick him up. <laughs> it's because um he violated some substance abuse policy. Come on, Johnny. Yeah, John. I th- you you think Johnny would have learned by now, honestly. But yeah, he's interested in the AAF. Interested, though. yeah. Although I was thinking about it, unfortunately, because... Of, not unfortunately, I think it's a good thing because it's a developmental league. But the AAF, only he can only sign to San Antonio or Birmingham. Those are the only teams mm-hmm. he could sign on to. Because since you have to... You can only sign on teams... That are like where relative to where you played in the pros or college, it would have to be Birmingham because Birmingham has the rights to the Browns, um, former players, or it would have to be in San Antonio since he went to Texas A&M. I think he'll probably wind up in San Antonio. I, I think so. Well, I, I know. Yeah, definitely. Because Birmingham has their quarterback Perez from the uh, Rams. Yeah. And San Antonio is one of those teams that no one cares about. <laughs> I would love for Johnny Manziel to join the AAF. I already think it can be entertaining, but I think it would be even more entertaining with Manziel in it. I think that would be awesome. Like, I, I, would, I would be hyped to watch a Johnny Manziel AAF game. That would it, it, he, he, I would immediately favor his team. I think he wouldn't play that well, but I think it would be entertaining to see. You see, I think, like, just because he's been playing, like, Canadian football, and mm-hmm. now is just immediately going into the AAF. I think he's going to be a little bit better than some of the defenders we see. I suppose, yeah, but also the thing is Canadian football has very different rules. Not very different, but there are a decent amount of different rules as opposed to the NFL. Uh, I guess so. I mean, I don't know, unless if you don't agree. I mean... I don't. I don't think there are too many rules that affect the quarterback too much. I guess not too much. Yeah, but you're I, right. I, I also don't know too too much about. Could Canadian you see Johnny Manziel going rules. to the AAF? Question. I de- I definitely could. You think so? I definitely could. I w- if I were in charge of an AAF team right now, I would I would try to get him. Yeah, I, I think I, that'd be sick. I I also think it would bring a lot of popularity to your team. I mean, I know yeah. people nowadays. And that's still. like something that teams probably want more than winning right now. A hundred percent. They're just working on their brand. I yeah, definitely. Because the thing is, they want this to be something that builds up for success. Yeah. And they know there's not that many people watching right now. Like there's a decent amount, but they want more people to be watching the future. So if they don't win the first season, it's not the end of the world necessarily. But they would love for people to want to love their team. And I think having yeah, money exactly. in there would be huge for them. I I feel the same exact way, Cage. Uh, yeah, so that's uh that's our little snippet of the AAF yeah. for uh, for and, this um, week's episode. I think episode. that wraps about just everything we have to talk about for this week. Yeah, so uh, yes. that's that's all about for our special Sunday edition of our new Sunday, Friday Sunday, Sunday. weekly Friday, episodes. Friday, Friday. So fear not, you won't have to wait a week to hear our next episode. You only have to wait five days. Yes. 
And you know what? You can listen to our episodes on first and symbol number 10. That's first and symbol number 10 on Apple Music, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, or first and number 10 sports.com. It's the website Michael and I paid for. We'll post stuff on there that aren't podcasts eventually when we aren't drowning in schoolwork. Maybe, maybe this summer we'll write things. Maybe. Anything else you want to say to the lovely people, Michael? I just want to say, um, go hot shots. Um, let's get this third win. And, uh, don't go to spas in Florida. Woo. Have a good week, folks.